0: Welcome listeners, but take heed. We will say whatever we need to share our knowledge, thoughts, and joy, and even things that do annoy. So join us now, but be aware. We have a tendency to swear. We'll dial it back a little bit. But frankly, we don't give a shit. Welcome to Just Keep Rolling's third episode of Potterheads A History. I'm Ellen, and this is my cohort, Katie. Hey! We are also joined
1: by our patron, Justin Reynolds. Justin is originally from Cleveland. After a tour in the Air Force, he settled back in Cleveland until eventually moving cross-country to Oregon. He got into Harry Potter to see what all the hype was about and ended up loving it. His favorite aspect of the Potterverse is the different fan theories. Hi, Justin.
2: Hi.
0: Thanks for joining (laughs) us.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: In this episode of Potterheads of History... We want to focus on the positive and inclusive community that has developed around such a magical world. The stories themselves have meant so much to so many people and have helped to create escapes, new friendships, and a feeling of acceptance. For me personally, I discovered Harry Potter at a very lonely and low point of my life. I had to deal with a lot of bullying growing up and found a lot of solace in the stories.
1: For me, the series connected me with people that I may not have otherwise ever have known, had we not first bonded over Harry Potter. They taught me so much about the world outside of my own and helped me to share in experiences from so many different
0: walks of life, and I am really forever grateful to them for that. Harry Potter has been an escape for many different types of people for many different reasons, and continues to be, despite the ignorant, hurtful words of its creator.
1: There's no doubt that J.K. Rowling created an amazing world that helped to build an accepting and inclusive community. For the most part, she has been seen to encourage that aspect, but has expressed some troubling
0: views that we hope come from a place of ignorance rather than malice. Right? Not that there are any excuses, but ignorance can be corrected with education, and I really hope she can adjust these views to be more inclusive, as her words hurt many.
1: We wanted to address this topic with Justin because it is something that affects him personally and directly. So, Justin, how has Harry Potter made a positive impact on your life?
2: It's a really good escape. Growing up, I've always had books that I've read, usually series books. In elementary school, it was Beverly Clearly. In Mm. high school, it was uh, the Case Carpet Novels. And when I got out of the military, I kind of got disconnected from all of the comics and all of the books that I used to read because in Italy, there wasn't much of a a selection. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back, Harry Potter was big. Uh, I resisted it for a while. And then, you know, (laughs) I'm like, all right, I'm going to read this. I'm going to see what the hubbub is about. So when I read it, I was really impressed with the way that JK's writing style evolved from book to book. You know, she starts out kind of like, roll doll, and she grows up with the the characters in the book Mm -hmm. so it it kind of it it gave me something else to to glom onto after I got out of the military and I really wasn't sure where I was going I didn't know what to do after I got out how
0: old were you at that point
2: I got out of the military when I was 23 and so when I got out I had no direction you know I'm, I'm 23 I just did a stint in the military and it's like what's next you know I got to figure out this you know I've I've gone from superstructure high school military you you're here at this time you're doing this great then after you do that you're you're you know here doing this your life is planned out for four years
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: and then I was kind of in a tailspin like I didn't know what I was doing with my life I'm still not entirely sure what I'm doing with my life
0: <laughs> that would be quite the transition
2: yeah yeah so I had this book series that was coming out I gave it a, a read and really liked it and I it gave me it gave me a bit of a focus it gave me something to do while I was trying to figure out what to do with you know with my life so it was kind of like a it was structure that I needed uh, yeah. and I was really glad to have it
0: that's awesome It was structure.
1: I like that. Structure, yep.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I could look forward to the next book that was coming out. You know, I could I could read about the different Harry Potter theories. Mm -hmm. You know, the movies came out and it was again, I was I was totally resistant against the movies. I'm like, it's gonna be ruined and no, they were good. (laughs) They're really good. Mm -hmm. So it 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 was kind of uh it was almost like a crutch. Yeah.
0: We mentioned that J. K. Rowling's words hurt many and that it's something that affects you personally will you talk a little bit about that
2: yeah after i got out of the military i transitioned which was it, it was probably the easiest thing i've ever done besides joining the military i make really good big life choices
1: okay. very <laughs> it's the
2: little ones you have an issue with yeah like i <laughs> oh hey you know what transition yeah let's do that like as soon as i figured out what it was i was like oh, i need to come up with a new name it sucks put me in the cereal aisle i'll take a half an hour But, but yeah, it it, it was something – I don't know. I I, I transitioned when I got out of the military. And the VA has been enormously helpful with that, which has been awesome.
0: That's wonderful. That's great to hear.
2: Yeah. But it was kind of a right place, right time. I I couldn't have done it at a better time. It was – I mean, Harry Potter was still still fairly, you know, kind of new. So it gave me – like I could see the parallels with realizing that hey, there's this this thing that you are, and you know, you have to take steps and you get to have a much different life than like the average person. So oh, it's I can you... like finding out your wizard, but instead of getting to learn spells, you get, you know, uh, weekly shops. It's
0: <laughs> so. not as much fun, but No. But I can see the parallel that you're drawing there because Mm -hmm. Harry grew up one way, not having any idea who he really was. Right. And then figures it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, guess what? Yeah. Motherfucker's a wizard. (laughs) Motherfucker is a wizard. (laughs) And get, get ready for the ride of a lifetime because it's, you know, it's the ride of a lifetime. I like to compare it to, you know, knowing, like wearing shoes that are the wrong size. Because that little foot measure thing tells you you're a seven, but you're actually like an eight. So
0: mm-hmm. you're walking
2: around in these super uncomfortable shoes your entire life because that's what you're told is you're supposed to be. And then you finally get the right pair and you're like, this, this isn't, no, this is what I am. This makes sense. And This, this is, is much so much
1: better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, it's life is easier. Life is better. It's, it's once you know who you are. You, you can relate to the world around you so much better.
1: Yeah, it's, that weight is lifted off your shoulders, yeah. kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's nothing... I mean, they're, the only negatives are, like, recovering from surgery and how people react around you, because there's yeah. a bunch of douchebags that, you know...
0: Yeah, that there
1: are. Think
2: yeah. Think they have an opinion.
1: Piggybacking off of that, can you explain to us what a turf is?
2: Yeah, a turf is a trans-exclusionary rad femme. They're not actually radical feminists their ideology is much more aligned with the alt-right they should be in the home and women are women and they're subservient to men Wow. yeah it's like that's not feminism that's no it's it's basically boiling people down to their genitals and saying you're a woman because you have this or you have that okay if you look at science that's not even true Mm-hmm. Fine take your third grade understanding of science and genetics and leave it in the third grade You know geneticists are There's a lot more school involved It's trust the people who study this for a living mm-hmm. Trust the people who tell you that hey I'm living this Because science is eventually you know catching up and Bill Nye did something on this and he was like yeah I was, I was wrong This is what it actually is Everything is a spectrum Bodies hmm. are on the spectrum Genetics is very sloppy. You have an X and a Y chromosome. Some people have two Y's, two X's. There's a marker on each chromosome, and sometimes it slips off. It goes on to the, like, a marker on the X, slips off and falls onto the Y. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you this very rudimentary explanation. It's terrible. But it's, even even biologically, it's a spectrum. Right. And yeah. people who say it isn't are ignoring people with much more education than me who are saying that it is.
0: Right. There, there's a lot of people that are just very black and white about it. And they just want yeah. it to be male, female. That's all that it is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not. Science tells you it's not. But TERFs, I've also heard them called farts. <laughs> Feminist appropriating something, something, something transphobes. Yeah, they, they want to boil people down to genitals, and feminism is not. That's what, you know, we try to get away from. Like, okay. you're more than just the function of your body.
0: Right.
1: Technically, it, it stands for trans-exclusionary, so that just essentially means mm-hmm. they want to be their type of feminist, yeah. but that but the trans people aren't what they say they are, What they aren't what they feel they are.
2: Yeah, uh, a turf would tell you that I'm a woman. Yeah. You, okay, you can say that, but people are going to think you're nuts.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so people are going to think, you know, you're you're on vacation from the home. And you back because you're nuts.
0: I looked it up just so we could have the whole thing. It's feminism appropriating reactionary transphobes. That's it. Sure. <laughs> that is what F.A.R.T. stands for.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Which I kind of like that better. It's... Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because well, they stink. It, it, exactly. <laughs> and it was, uh, it, they're not rad radfems. If the feminism, if if it's not inclusive and accessible to everybody, it's not radical, it's not feminism.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, they're farts.
0: They're farts. <laughs> they're some <Yeah>. old farts. <laughs> so we had mentioned that JK has had some views that were very hurtful and why is she being seen as betraying the potter fandom
2: because she created this entire world that was extremely accepting that you you are who you you are even though people might you know try to try to say you're not it's been this incredibly welcoming world like you know look at the dursleys you're not magic you're not a wizard you can say that all you want but it's not true you know, you can you can deny Harry that he's special, but the kid's still special. Yeah, um, it, it's 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 like, how do you create this entire world? And the fandom has been super supportive. And at the end, you're going to turn around and you're going to pull an umbrage and be like, well, you know, I may have done that. But here's what I really think. It, you know, I mean, she sees herself as, as I forget which character she saw herself as, but it's like, you know, you're actually umbrage because it's the quill in the back of the hand you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: like yeah i must not tell lies but you're you're lying it's like your version of the truth isn't actually the truth
1: gotcha yeah i never really thought about it that way i like yeah. i it's it's very interesting i think she always she always thought of herself as hermione she always thought she yeah was, that was she it. was very close to hermione but, so, but when you
2: like emma watson's like nope you're wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Emma Watson was, like, coming right out with, with mm-hmm. trans women are women and trans yeah. men are men. And, you know, yeah. yeah. And um, it kind of baffles me that Brain. she would feel this way when she's created this whole world that seems to speak
0: otherwise entirely. Yeah. Yeah. It does, yeah. It is very contradictory to what she's always portrayed in the past. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, it, maybe she's having some dementia I don't know, right? Maybe she's just losing her mind a little maybe, bit. Maybe the mm-hmm. money's she, she, she blew up. her load on the book. You and... <laughs> <laughs> just
1: used the phrase blew her load. Yes, that is what just happened there. Like
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the grad student after they turn in their uh, dissertation.
1: Right? Yeah.
2: There's
1: nowhere to go but down now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Then she wrote, is- wrote Cursed Child and that was it. Oh, well, <laughs>
2: With Cursed Child, Scorpio and Albus Like they've got this big queer romance And she's like, JK, no homo It's
1: like,
2: come on, really? It did,
1: like I I did I could see it both ways with Scorpius And and Albus Because I could see it as kind of like Trying to normalize Male friendships that don't have to be Just like chest bumps And and beer and you know The
0: story itself also kind of gave Scorpius An obsession with Rose Yeah so I didn't actually see it that way, but... I could... Like I said, I could see it both but it ways. Could. It's not... Yeah. I could see it There's going as either way. There's plenty of interpretation openings there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after... Obviously, the most recent thing that we have is this tweet mm. back in December, but she's pretty much stayed silent on the topic since then. So what do you what do you think about that? The fact that she's not coming back out and saying anything else to... I don't know, dig Ta- her dig her grave a little bit deeper or or try to, or dig try to actually out.
2: fix yeah. it. I wonder if she's gotten in with a bad crowd because the, the tweet She's hanging out
0: with the bad kids in school?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like the, the tweet it doesn't have anything to do with, with her tweet doesn't make any sense. She the woman in, in question wasn't fired. She was making her coworkers extremely uncomfortable. Her her contract just wasn't renewed. Right. You can't create a hostile work environment and expect that they're going to welcome you back with open arms when your contract's up.
0: The tweet, to me, sounded a lot like she was completely oblivious to what the situation was. Yeah. Yeah. But by this point, I would hope that she knows what actually happened. You have to... I have to feel like she's got to have
1: people around her telling her, like,
0: which this makes is me, messed up. Which goes back to what Justin was just saying about falling in with a True. bad crowd. Maybe the people around her... Are telling her the wrong things.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is entirely possible.
2: Yeah, I think that I think she might be. I don't know if those people are still around her. I don't know if the good people are still around her. I kind of wonder if she's just an older woman who's like lost her. Her she doesn't know what to write, which is funny. Like, <laughs> was is is she making these these tweets herself, or is she going through someone? You know what happened to the person? Did, did I don't know I'm I don't know enough about what's going on between her and her phone and her twitter account true and yeah is is she just laying low hoping this blows over because I I checked her twitter feed and there's been like like two or three tweets since this one
0: yeah yeah I know I I just checked it right before we did this and the only thing that she's really made reference to lately has been the book series that she's writing under a pen name Mm -hmm. right so And she used to be so, she used to be so vocal and it was
1: like, it was nice to have her vocal and it was nice to... That's because a lot of what
0: she had to say was fighting for people.
1: Exactly. And that's why this, I I always felt like this just came out of left field, but I mean... And and
0: I don't, I don't know if there's this level of she just was doing her thing and fighting for people and fought for the wrong person. And now she's embarrassed and having trouble standing up and saying that, or if she genuinely thinks if she's just quiet, this will all blow over.
1: But I feel like she needs to take her own advice at that point. You know, it's it's our choices that that show people and show us
0: who we really are, and not yeah, what it, we're born into. It always amazed what... me that she could write so many wise characters. Mm-hmm. I I always just thought that she must be so wise that it's it's killing me. Yeah, to see her be this ignorant. Yeah,
1: and the fact that the fact that she has been, she's been a champion for all of her um, charitable giving that she's done. Yeah. It just, it all, oh, it like it that in a, in a sense, it hurt. It hurt me personally in that sense where I was like, but you've always been so such a champion for everybody else. Why are why would you come to this woman's aid? Like, yeah, do you not understand what's going on? And she must not. She really must not because.
0: Yeah, like I... trying to interpret her tweet, it seemed like it seemed like she misunderstood the situation and was defending this woman who she thought unjustly lost her job. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it seemed like. But she's she should know by now that that's not what the situation was. So I'm I'm inclined to think that she is just staying quiet, hoping it'll blow over. But that is very hypocritical.
1: And the problem is that's only making things worse. Like staying quiet at this point, especially if she does realize she made a mistake. It's only gonna make things worse. Yeah. Luckily we
0: have the fandom. Luckily we have the fandom. Right. Because it's ours now. Yeah. It's yours now. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's. Yeah.
1: And is that what is that what keeps you sticking around in Harry Potter and all that, Justin?
2: Oh, absolutely. The fandom? Yeah, yeah. without a doubt.
1: I almost feel like that's what I fell more in love with to begin with, with Harry Potter. Like I, I've, I've told my story in the past that I had to read Sorcerer's Stone for uh, senior English and it was good. It was okay. I was down with it, but I was forced to do it. It wasn't, it wasn't like something I chose to do. So I didn't get as much enjoyment out of it. And the same thing, like the movie, it was okay. It was great. But then I got curious about, fan theories. I got curious about fan fiction. I got curious about who else is out there who shares my same opinions and that's when I found the fandom and that's when I really fell down the rabbit hole. That's when I was like, "Oh shit, I got to read all these books. I got to I got to figure out what the hell they half these people are talking about. This makes reference to dragons. There's dragons <laughs> there's in this dragons? bitch. Holy shit. Like There's dragons up in this bitch. There's bit. dragons in this motherfucker. Like straight up dragons." <laughs> And that's really what brought me in. It, like, it cemented my, yeah. my obsessiveness.
0: Right. You know? I mean, for me, it replaced the friends that I didn't really have at the time. Yeah. So it's it's just funny how it brings us all in for different reasons, but then we all end up in the same place. Yeah. Katie and I do a lot of trivia as a way to get to talk about Harry Potter more but, yeah. and, like, promote our podcast. and just. But it's also become this... Just joy of getting to go out and meet other Potterheads, mm-hmm. and some of them have been amazing. We were at one, I think it was Sporkle Trivia, yeah, and it was, like it was just the way so, the bar now. was set up. We were all like really close packed in the same section, and we were mm-hmm. all like just trying to whisper so that the person at the table next to us couldn't hear us saying the answer. And <laughs> yeah. but they had it really set up well, and they put um, all of the questions up on one of the TV screens, so you could like read it and write it down really fast. and and you'd go and you turn in the answers and it yeah. just got to be so funny because us and the team we took first and the team that took second um, was, was like sitting right next literally to us. right next to us so we'd both like write down our answers and go turn them in and then start talking about it we ended up and they were just re- there were real nice people so everyone nice. there and there's like another like when it came down to the final question you had to bid <laughs> up to 20 points but yeah. if you didn't get the question right you'd lose those points so yeah. we're sitting there going, we're only ahead by two points. Do we bid them all? Like, what do we do? And somebody from another team walked past us. And we had already talked to everybody and mentioned just keep rolling and all this other stuff. Yeah. And he was just like, just bid all 20. We believe in you. And it was just... like It was, <laughs> it was just, just so nice. It was amazing. Like, everybody there was there because they loved Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And even though there was obviously a competition going on, yeah, it was still really fun. It was and a friendly it was, competition. It was, it was a friendly. legitimately it was friendly competition. one of the most fun times that we've had mm-hmm. at a trivia, I think.
1: And I'm not a competitive person, I yeah, am. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, she is, definitely. I am not. I team
1: fucks team sports. I hate team sports. I don't even like watching sports or any like I don't even like watching competitions. Sports
0: ball?
1: What? Ew. Score all the touchdown points. No, I don't like any of it because I just Go team. Because if
0: my team loses, I'm so upset. I beat the opponent soundly in the skirmish.
1: (laughs) I hate to lose more than I like to win. So I'm just if I lose that's it. And if I win, I'm like, okay, that's great, but But they could have done this better. Like um, I'm
0: I'm so competitive that my (laughs) husband and I say that. The secret to a successful marriage is co-op games and separate bathrooms. Well, yes. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, although so... we're not competitive over the bathroom, that's just part. That two. just helps. got the
2: sweetest <laughs> bathroom.
0: Oh, I have a lot
1: more stuff, but he's a boy. I would say the most yeah. sanitary would be hers. Probably. But the less cluttered would be. Mine his. is very cluttered. I'll it's go like, with that. we have
2: a, a shared bathroom. My roommate, she has so much stuff, and I'm like, this is my little corner. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yes,
0: he has a shelf, and uh, but my funnily enough, my bathroom is actually smaller than his. Yes. But I have like a shelf and a cabinet and drawers and.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say location, location, location. Yeah, I have just <laughs> everywhere.
0: It was once organized. I did <laughs> not no more. So anyway, back on back on topic.
1: Way off topic
2: there.
1: <laughs> um, Justin, you mentioned something about transitioning in Hogwarts, like comparing the two. Yeah. Um, can you can you tell us more about that?
2: It's funny because when I when I started, you you literally needed a letter. It wasn't a letter into Hogwarts. Uh, Unfortunately. It, it's, yeah, uh, it's a process. When I started, you needed to do one year real life test, which was a complete. It was gatekeeping. It was stupid. Okay. Are you- are you really trans? Yeah, I am. Otherwise it wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You had to go see a, a therapist. Uh, they had to write you your letter, which is kind of like your, your letter to Hogwarts. And mm-hmm. then you begin the long and arduous process of. The transitioning socially and transitioning medically. And it can take, you know, years.
0: Yeah. I
1: imagine.
2: Yeah. Um, and then, you know, five years later you've, you've graduated. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it, more or less depending on you know a whole bunch of different things but like you've gone through this journey and you've you've discovered that you're you're you know you're not a muggle you're you're a little different. <laughs> yeah you have to get, you get to go through this process that a lot of people just don't know exists mm-hmm. like when i started it was like 10 15 years ago and it wasn't well known i mean it was but it wasn't nobody there was nobody popular who had you know transition Chaz bono had you know transition but, yeah like, this was i can honestly I say
1: i can honestly say you're the you're the first trans person i had actually known in person
2: mm-hmm. oh in cleveland there i was like the only trans guy like, that i knew yeah the cl- next closest guy was in Sandusky.
1: oh wow for those who don't know that's that's quite a ways away it's about an <laughs> hour drive yeah. yeah
2: and it was one of those like like nobody knew so it was kind of like the whole magical world. Like there was this, this norm, like the normal people would go about their, their daily life. And it was like, I'm over here, you know, I'm six months on T. Like, these these people have no idea what, what I'm going mm-hmm. through. So it was kind of, you know, it was my own, for lack of a better description, my own little magical journey. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, <laughs> I, I was running into brick walls too. Uh, trying to get the right, <laughs> the right doctor to get me the right letter. And there was a guy at Cleveland State who basically walked into his office, and I'm like, look, this is what I need. You guys need to give it to me. Because I, I was done with it. And I was so fed up with it. After I saw a doctor or a therapist for long enough, he's getting ready to write me my letter. But first, he wanted me to take the Minnesota multi Personality Inventory, the MMPI. It's this miserable bubble sheet. And he wanted $100 just to run it through a Scantron. And I told him to fuck off. I'm leaving, which (laughs) is when I went to even state and said, here, I need this. You're going to give this to me. And they were like, all right, we'll we'll do that. I found I found a a sympathetic therapist who was like, you know, this is something that people are telling me I should be doing. I'm going to go ahead and do it. When do you need it? When can you give it? And it's just complete gatekeeping. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know myself better than you.
1: This isn't something you came up with on a whim for God's sake. Right. You know? Right.
2: Doctors say that you have a firm grasp of your gender by the time you're three. And I knew that. I, I just didn't know how to put it into words. It's it's like trying to come up with a brand new color. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I can't until I see it. And then I can tell you what it is. so I knew but I didn't know. And then once I got older and knew what it was, I was like, Oh, yeah, this is this is totally me. I need to do something about this. And then it mm-hmm. was a year before I was given permission to start hormones, which is, fuck, I mean, nobody should have to wait a year to start receiving medical Being
0: treatment. Being themselves?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. imagine, imagine you yeah, break your wrist. But yeah, are
0: receiving medical treatment, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: imagine you break your wrist. Was well, it really broken? We should wait a year mm-hmm. to see if it's actually broken. And yeah, if
0: it doesn't it's...
1: set properly. Or even just something as simple as, like, Oh, you think you're depressed? Well let's wait a year before we get you on any medication for that. Let's, just to see yeah. if it goes away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go had,
1: go for walks, go get exercise, go do this, you know?
2: I had a doctor who wanted me to go on birth control for a year because she thought it was just my hormones are out of whack. Just by looking at me. What? And I'm like, I how how do you how can you do this hormone test just by looking at somebody? You can't. Yeah. You know, like That's
1: not a thing.
2: Yeah. That's there was, there was a lot of, of running into brick walls when I was yeah. starting out.
0: Is there anything in specific that you want us to know about being trans? Uh, the, or not just us, but our listeners as well.
2: I hate the term born in the wrong body. I wasn't born in the wrong body. I was born in my body,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is the right one for me. I've just gone on a different journey. I just needed a, a couple extra tweaks here and there, which, I mean, if you're born with a tail – he might have it lopped off. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I, I took a different route than some people. But you know what? Harry took a different route than Dudley. Yeah, it's it's really not that big a deal. In Portland, there are so many trans guys here. It is hilarious. Which is really cool. Yeah, Where It's just, I don't know, it's just a small part of who I am.
1: I was going to say, you mentioned Harry taking a different path than than Dudley. Mm-hmm. It just made me think of Dudley's I don't think you're a waste of space. At the end, he finally, like, accepts. Yeah. And it just, like, oh, I just got, like, a little chill for... <laughs> yeah. Because it just feels like I'm making the parallel that you're painting in front of us right now. Like, I'm seeing yeah. it all.
0: It's It makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. And I'm really, it's, it, it's, I don't know, it's bringing this weird new level that I'm loving, honestly. Yeah. That I had never thought of. I mean, you know, I didn't have a reason to think of it. And I'm so glad. This is another reason. This is what I'm saying. Like, the fandom is so wonderful because it brings people together to share these different things that we wouldn't otherwise have had the opportunity to know. Opens
0: other doors. Yeah. I love it. Is there anything else that you want to share with us?
2: Uh, I can't think of anything.
0: I know we already read your sorting hat story
2: mm-hmm.
0: on one of our other episodes, but when you want to just tell us a little bit about your house and your wand and whatnot,
2: my for funsies
0: for funsies.
2: I don't remember what my wand is. I took a screen cap and it's in my phone.
0: <laughs> well, tell us what you do remember. And I'm going to look at what you sent me.
2: My, <laughs> my Patronus is the stoat. Which I'm thrilled oh, yes. to
0: hear. <laughs> you're the Ickle Stody. <laughs> Poor little stodies.
2: Right? Harriet's <laughs> um, gotta
0: stop eating your patronus. <laughs> oh
2: my god. It <laughs> tastes very good though. It's it's yeah, they're they're
0: No, they're, that's what that's good. what Diana said, that they're they're carnivorous. They're carnivorous right. And they it's, not
2: like, it's not like you're eating and squirrel.
0: Right. And there's not a lot of meat on those bones. Mm-hmm. Those things are like adorably scrawny. Again, there's, enough, there's apparently, apparently enough to it make it so a so sandwich right now. So I'm just, like, adorably scrawny. <laughs> I feel like I, I need to take a picture of that to post up for everyone.
1: I feel like you just turned yourself into a prairie dog is what just happened. Hello?
2: <laughs> huh? meerkat, meerkat, yes. Meerkats are cool, too. Um, my my house... That'd be a fun Patronus. It, it kind of goes between uh, Slytherin and... Um, Gryffindor. Um, Gryffindor. I'm drawing a blank. I was thinking about redoing my motorcycle in Gryffindor colors
0: yes and
2: writing i don't know on man
1: the... green and silver look great on a motorcycle i'm just saying
2: my bike is so it's red and gold. black right now but i want to put like a, a nimbus 2000 in gold on the back quarter panel oh that sounds so cool oh that's awesome oh. if you do
1: that you have to take us sp- take a picture and send it to us yes. put it up on our facebook page. yeah
2: I, I keep going between slytherin and uh Ray... Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> Gryffindor and slytherin Um,
0: Man, I mean, as much as I'm happy to have you on my Gryffindor team, if you can't remember the name of it, I might boot you back over to
2: Slytherin. uh, It's been a long day. I will (laughs) will gladly accept you, Justin. I'm just saying. Well, I love potions. That would would totally be my class.
1: Mm -hmm. Snape
2: is definitely, like, my favorite character. And the only reason why I went Gryffindor over Slytherin is because the worst thing in the world would be to be thought of as a coward so
1: i mean but slytherins are not cowards hold on no. hang
2: on <laughs> but that's usually like that's the big difference that i get
1: we're ambitious live to fight another day we're not cowards
2: <laughs> See, i'm the idiot who's just gonna storm in and be like you know what so like, that is true yeah like, knowing
1: that's... you knowing you you are quite gryffindor <laughs> yes. yeah I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean he's a soldier too so mm-hmm. See, I... that's
2: High school story. Do you remember, Katie, do you remember with the uh, the two guys that would come over and stage crew and they their mom would hang out in the audience? They were so creepy.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, vaguely. I remember chasing her out one night because she wouldn't stop touching one of the girls in stage crew. And I was just done with it.
1: Oh, my God, I vaguely remember that. Yeah,
2: Anthony and Andrew.
1: Yes. They were
2: so creepy. And their mom would hang out. In the audience, and yeah, I was,
1: she'd like just hang out.
2: Yeah, one of one like, of our stage crew girls, she came up to me and she's like, "Justin, they they won't leave me alone. They won't stop touching me." And I mean, yeah, we were a pretty handsy bunch, but I was just kind of.
1: But there was a line still. There is, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't
2: and have, we
1: all knew that line. They didn't. They didn't have consent. They
2: weren't our friends. They never hung out mm-hmm. with us. Like I, I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take care of this now. And I chased her. I I didn't really chase them. I'm basically telling them not to do this. And their mom was just like, well, "Come with me." And we're out the back door. And I was mad. Like, you know how you get tunnel vision? Mm-hmm. Tunnel oh, yeah. vision. Everything looked red to me. They had a shade of red. Probably because all the blood rushed to my face. <laughs> And she's screaming at me as they go out, and I'm just like, I'm gonna no, I'm not. This is not cool. I don't know what the fallout from this is going to be, but screw it. I have I have my my adventure to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is to get your kids to leave our people alone. And I remember turning around, and the entire stage crew was like behind me, and I'm like, Where have you guys been?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I I guess as we were all walking out, like I was picking up stage crew members, as they're like, What's going on? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to follow the crowd. So, it's like a like, movie I'm, scene. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's... I didn't know there was anybody behind me. I just knew that I have a mission to do, and damn it, I'm going to get it done.
0: Very Fallout Gryffindor. That is very
2: Gryffindor. You can't yeah. deny
0: him. You can't like, deny I'm, him. All right, on. you can stay on my team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I I, uh, I was like, I I'm, I'm, I don't care what's going to happen to me. I'm going to fix this. And I did, and they never came back and i was very, very pleased that my crew yeah. had my back.
0: that's awesome mm-hmm. just yeah. for the record your your wand is fir wood with a phoenix feather core and it's 12 and 3 quarters supple flexibility so good to know there you go i keep
2: it on a screen cap so i don't forget so
0: i looked up the thing you sent me for the episode so. <laughs> all right well anything else
2: uh-huh Not that I can really think of.
0: Why don't we just keep rolling? (laughs) Keep on rolling. Just keep on rolling. Right into our Potter pondering, which we want to ask you the same question we asked Justin first. And that's, how has Harry Potter made a positive impact on your life?
1: I can't wait to hear responses. I know, I know. I feel like
0: we're going to get some really good answers on this. So I'm excited. I'm excited And we will make a post on our Facebook page so you can find it there. Mm -hmm. And please come answer it. Let us know. Sure. And let Justin. Just a happy side.
1: Yes. And Justin is going to share with us his trivia question.
0: We let him make it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Good luck, all.
2: <laughs> what are the seven ingredients in Polyjuice Potion? That's
1: a good one. That is a good That's one. It's a very good one. If you know the answer, you head to our Facebook page at JKR Podcast and find the post. Comment under the post with the answer and the code word hashtag. Thick and bubbly. We let Justin make that up, too. (laughs) (laughs) The prize for the first one who responds with a correct answer and the code word will get a bitch is a witch, motherfucker is a wizard, a just keep
0: rolling, or a pride sticker. Another way to get a sticker is to rate and review us. If you're Apple, you can do it through the Apple podcast or iTunes app. If you don't have Apple, then as a recommendation on our Facebook page. After that, email us at justkeeprolling@gmail.com at gmail.com to let us know you did, and we will get back to you to figure out which sticker you want and where to send it. And don't forget to find us and follow us on Facebook
1: at jkrpodcast Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Just Keep Rolling. We are going to continue creating more Potterheads of History episodes, and you can become a patron to gain access to those future episodes along with other perks. If you would like to support us as a patron for those perks, you can go to Patreon.com/JustKeepRolling. Any support you can give is always appreciated.
0: Very appreciated, and we really want to thank Justin for being one of our patrons mm-hmm. and for joining us here on this episode. So, thanks, Justin.
2: Thank you. It
0: was really nice hearing from you. Yeah, it's like the I mean, you've obviously met Katie before, but this is like yeah. the first time I got to be face to face with you. <laughs> All right? Next now time I get to hear your voice instead of you just hearing mine. <laughs> Next time you're in town, we'll have to get together. Yeah, definitely. And for everyone else, join us for. A special episode coming out this Friday when we compare Sorcerer's Stone and the Philosopher's Stone, plus share some of our favorite moments from our episodes covering the first story.
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you hear us again. I'm Katie. I'm Ellen. Until the next time, just just keep keep rolling.